Hello, and thank you for listening to Capricious Provenance, an all queer and trans BIPOC centered, partially homebrew game at 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. Capricious Provenance is set in an arcane punk altered world of Eberron that has been suited to fit our player characters. My name is Gwen, I use she her pronouns, and I am the Dungeon Master. This was never intended to be a show, just a fun game between friends. However, enough people were interested in our little game for us to put effort into making it consumable for you, our dear listeners. As a heads up, the audio is spliced together from sessions we recorded for note-taking purposes, and the quality increases as we upgrade our equipment. Meet our cast and their characters. My name is Amihan, and I use he-they pronouns. I play Kalei Maltaso, a mixed Asimar elf life cleric that longs for an existence unbound from the decisions of deities. My name is Kenzi, I use he-they pronouns. I play Sylvanas, a tiefling warlock and scholar on the run from his terrifying eldritch patron. My name is Nico, I use they, he, and any pronouns. I play Finch, a unique half-elf, rogue gunslinger spellshot with a mysterious past and a distrust for authority. My name is Kermit, or Joey. I use they, them pronouns. I play Snowy, an amnesiac swift stride shifter hell-bent on revenge, who's grown into their power as a multi-class ranger, gloomstalker, and druid. You can support us by following us on Twitter, subscribing to our YouTube, and if you're feeling generous, you can leave us a tip on our Ko-fi page. Now that we've got all the official business out of the way, let's continue on with our story. Content warnings for this episode include Warlock Patron Drama, Kidnapping, Imprisonment, Magic Combat Sound Effects, Standard Fantasy Violence, Distant Sounds of Gunshots, Descriptions of Monstrous Creatures, References to Bugs, Descriptions of Ear Trauma, Non-Consensual Choking, loss of agency via enchantment spells, flirting, and romance. Episode 4, The Seeker, Eight of Swords. Eight swords surround you in a prison, and you feel powerless, helpless, and hopeless. Immobilized by fear, you are blindfolded and feel bound to a situation that seems to be out of your hands. Trapped by your own fear, you have relinquished your power in the journey of your own life. We are our own worst enemies. The path out may not be easy, but change will only happen if you take off the blindfold and see that it was your own self-imposed beliefs holding you back all along. Last we left our heroes, they had an electrifying run with two Bahirs while traversing the Ironroot Mountains. The Bahirs were defeated, but not before one of them swallowed the group's poor mountain guide. Fortunately, with Snowy's expertise in mountaineering, the party was able to continue to navigate towards their destination, coming across an ancient forgotten dwarven city named Noldenthrone, whose population mysteriously disappeared centuries ago. To their horror, however, Snowy discovered thousands of aberrations living underneath the mountain. But with no other way to cliff scrape, the group moved carefully through the city. With the help of your familiar Finch, you were able to spot aberrations emerging from the ruins, along with an orb that took immediate notice of the party's presence. And Savannah's. Not long after, you heard a very familiar voice coming from this orb, floating next to the armored dwarven warlock of the Seeker. 
You tried to hide from me. I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. That's the saying, right? So, you all have also made it to level 8 prior to the session. Congratulations. However, with all that in mind, I'm going to need everyone to make me an initiative roll. Because these guys are definitely gearing up to attack you. 23. Hile got a 17. I rolled a 13. I rolled a 4. Top of the initiative. Finch, you're up. You immediately notice that there's one of these gross, fleshy, slimy, tentacly, vaguely humanoid creatures to your right. And there's one directly in front of you. There's also the dwarven individual, the warlock of the seeker, a little ways away into the ruins. Finch is going to shoot at the tentacle creature in front of them. 27 to hit, 12 points of damage. It takes the damage, doesn't seem to be very perturbed. Finch is just going to reload and sigh. They see some crumbling stone wall in the ruins next to them and fantasize about hiding behind it. Cool and fun. You're standing right there and it's Podloach's turn. Here's the thing. Podloach is on your back. Oh, I forgot. We're the Mandalorian or whatever. I don't, I don't know shit about Star Wars. <laughs> Those of you perceiving, you are going to see Podloach disappear. And Finch, you're going to feel him hop off of you. Kalei, as you see Podloach disappear, uh, a second afterwards, you hear to your left a sort of, mm. Next, Finch. This slimy aberration is going to make some attacks at you. Attacks? <laughs> Plural. It's going to strike with its claws. That's a lot. 24 to hit. Okay, give it to me. That's going to be six points of slashing damage, and it's going to try to strike you again. It's going to miss. But then two of its tentacles sprout out of its back and lash out at you. God, I wish this were sexier. Wow, shit fucking rolls. You're able to move out of the way of the tentacles. Um, but there's another aberration across the way that is going to make attacks at you. Savannah's. That's a 16 on the die. <sighs> beats it, beats it. That is going to be six points of slashing damage. Then it's going to make two tentacle strikes. That's a 20 to hit. And that's going to do seven points of bludgeoning damage as it uses its tentacle to pull you in. And these tentacles wrap around you and restrain you. I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> That's a flat fucking seven. You take nine points of necrotic damage as you feel your skin begin to tighten and clam up. You feel your vitality being sapped from you and siphoned into this creature. And it's going to use the remainder of its movement to drag you towards the dwarf and your patron. That's, that's great. So cool. There's another aberration that's going to come up and make two claw attacks at you, Snowy. That's going to be an 18 to hit. Oh, uh, yep, that hits. That is going to be five points of slashing damage. The other claw attack it makes definitely misses. Snowy, you see the two tentacles rear up and go in the direction opposite to you as they attack our dearest Kalei. And the first attack misses. Though the second one was a crit. <laughs> Kalei, you take 12 points of bludgeoning damage as you are pulled in and grappled by this aberration. 
After all this, you see to the right of you, another aberration emerges from the shadow of the ruins. And it is going to lash out with its tentacles. One is going to extend out towards you, Finch. And would you believe that's another crit? I would believe that. But Finch is going to uncanny dodge this tentacle. Yeah, it's probably a decent thing to do. It would have been 11 points of bludgeoning damage, but you can cut that in half to 5. However, you are still grappled, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. A 16. All right, you're good. As it is constraining you, you feel the tip of the tentacle try to puncture an entry point through your skin, but it's sort of missing it as it's poking and prodding at your armor and your clothes. <laughs> it's just like, oh my goodness, you have to take me out to dinner first. Stop it. Clay, you are grappled. So I think they'll see everyone get wrapped up in these tentacles and they'll see Sylvanas get dragged away. And I think that as they, they, they cry out in fear and panic, they'll immediately cast this third level bless on Finch, Zayrin, Podloch, Snowy, and Sylvanas. So add a d4 to all your attack rolls and saving throws. Okay. So since Podloch is invisible, you don't actually get to cast bless on him, but otherwise everyone else has bless. Okay, damn. Well, that is my turn. Now it's the Warlock of the Seeker's turn. They're going to move up to the center of the path ahead, and you see the whites of their eyes disappear as they flash this icy indigo color, and you see the extra muscle and sinew that is connected on this individual begin to bulge, and you see them extend their body through this extra layer of tissue and chitin, and they're going to cast a spell to make themselves stronger. And you see these insect wings with stained glass-like pattern, eye patterns uh, sprout out of this warlock's back. Snowy, a lot of your friends are grappled by tentacle monsters right now. Uh, you are blessed, but it's not looking too good. Today, Snowy is going to use her short sword, and she's going to move in between these two tentacle dudes, and I think we're going to use your homebrew spell, Gwen. As an action, you activate Heart of the Hailstorm. Tell us what that looks like. As Snowy moves herself between these two tentacle monsters, you see her eyes widen and her pupils expand as light flurries of snow start to fall around her. And not a few seconds later, you suddenly see a blur of a blizzard begin to form around her, and you can't see anything through it. All you hear is wind. It's fucking windy. There is the sudden raging hailstorm emanating from Snowy that these creatures are caught in. You still have a bonus action if you'd like to use it. I think Snowy is going to use Hunter's Mark on this aberration holding onto Kalei. Alright, it's Zayron's turn. Poor guy. Uh, he's going to go... Ugh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. And he's going to come up to this aberration that has Kalei grapples and pull out his short sword and... Whoosh, make two swipes. The first one is... Not going to hit, but the second one definitely hits and does a considerable amount of damage as he hacks away at these tentacles, trying to free Kalei. Sylvanas, it's your turn. You are blessed, but you are also grappled and being pulled away by this aberration. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to uh, Misty step out of the grapple uh, as a bonus action. As you go to do that, and as you brace your body for the jolt of traversing through space, it doesn't happen. Finch and Snowy, you both will be able to see this. 
You see the eye within the orb swivel in the direction of where Sylvanas is and flash and counterspell them, even though there's a wall fixed between them. Well, I can only Misty Step once per day, so I can't do that again. The Seeker knows that. <sighs> Fucking course they do. Um, I'm going to use my acrobatics to try and escape. <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, natural 20! Plus six! Lucky for you, you managed to wriggle free. You're no longer grappled. Uh, Sylvanas is gonna bolt away from this aberration and run back towards this corner behind Zayrin. Before you run, it is going to have an attack of opportunity on you. And it misses. Yeah, tentacles lash out and try to grab you again. It just whoosh, barely misses as you run by. You're able to get away. You run behind Zayrin and he goes... Oh, oh, yeah, good, good, good. And keeps hacking at the tentacles. So you definitely got away, Sylvanas. For now, top of the round, Finch, it is your turn. You are grappled by the aberration in front of you. She sure is. He's going to take an action to try and free himself from the very unsexy grip of this aberration. And that's an unnatural 20. All right. You are free. Sweet, unsexy freedom. Um, they can't see through this hailstorm Snowy has up, which means that he can't see those two aberrations on the other side. So she slips out of the aberration's grasp, sighs, disengages, and then runs so that he's 15 feet away from the storm cloud. And that'll be my turn. It's Podlo just turn. So many things this little guy can do. Okay, why the fuck not? <clears throat> Finch and Clay, you're the only ones who can see this. Podloch takes out his staff. He spins it around in his arms. It gets faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster until he lets go and it's just spinning in front of him. And you see bricks and rocks from the ruin begin to move and shoot towards the wall and the aberration adjacent from him. The aberration does get to make a saving throw, and it is successful, unfortunately, but it still takes damage from the debris that's moving around as Podloach manipulates the gravity at a 10-foot sphere centered on the aberration. It is all the aberration's turns. Snowy, you whipped up this hailstorm, and this aberration doesn't know what's going on, but it's still going to attack you at disadvantage because it can't see you. First attack, misses. The next attack, is still a 19, which hits, so you take 6 points of slashing damage from its claws. Next are its tentacle attacks, and that's going to be a 20 to hit. They have really long tentacles and are just taking wide sweeps in your general direction. It's going to be 6 bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Hmm. <laughs> All those tentacles! Just as a reminder, you can use this ability twice per long rest in place of Wild Shape, but unfortunately, you lose this storm, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Ugh, that was a nat one. Oof. Sorry, you take 13 points of necrotic damage as this creature begins to sap your vitality. Oh, my vitality! Kalei, this aberration has you grappled, so it's going to make two swipes at Zayrin with its claws. Both attacks hit, unfortunately, and Zarin takes 13 points of slashing damage as the aberration claws out in retaliation. This aberration has two tentacles, so it's going to extend their free tentacle to try to nab you, Sylvanas. 
it's going to be a 19, which definitely hits. So you take 10 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. I am also going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, 16? Is that enough? Yes, that is enough. You can feel your skin beginning to get clammy and gross again, but you manage to shake it off. Despite that, this aberration is not the smartest, so it's going to try to drag both of you away. Sylvanas and Kalei. Which means Snowy and Zarin both have attacks of opportunity as this aberration attempts to make off with your friends. No, my friends! <laughs> make an attack with her short sword against this one. She has her hunter's mark on it, and she also has bless, so does a 14 hit? That does not hit, sadly, but hey, to make up for it, Zarin gets a crit. Is it sexy? As the aberration goes by, Zarin slashes upwards, and you see this gross purple liquid spill out of its side. But it doesn't seem to care much as it continues to move forward. This one near Podloach doesn't appreciate being gravity welled, so it's going to use both of its tentacles to reach out 15 feet and try to attack Podloach. It rolled like shit. Absolute garbage. Well, the aberration is going to move up and do some claw attacks, and they're both going to hit because Podloach doesn't wear armor. This creature runs up and slashes at Podloach, and he takes some damage. This other aberration that just came onto the scene is going to make one tentacle attack at Snowy and one at Finch. And... Ah! <laughs> it did crit on its attack against you, Snowy. It's going to be 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> oh no! That would be an 8. <laughs> well, lucky for you, it rolled poorly. Four points of necrotic damage. The next one is coming towards Finch, and that is an 18 to hit. Nah, he's gonna shield. Finch manifests the scroll ink dripping from the edges as it opens to shield her. It goes to wrap its tentacle around you again, and the scroll comes up and it just bursts outwards, and the tentacles fall back. Though it is going to close the gap in trying to make two attacks at you with its claws. Ugh. Uh, that is a 22 and a 24. Uh, both hit for a total of 11 points of slashing damage. That's going to be all of the aberrations. Clay, you and Sylvanas are both grappled by the same tentacle monster and are being dragged towards this warlock. Okay, so, so fuck. Okay, uh, this is gonna be crazy. I'm gonna take a really big fucking risk here, but... Clay is going to take a deep breath reach out their hands towards the warlock of the seeker and um through his connection to the divine of course he is going to banish them to another plane of existence just so you know you will lose bless because this is a concentration spell yep you're right okay uh well bless wasn't even really doing all that anyway so you reach out towards this dwarf who has sprouted wings and is slowly beginning to rise in the air as they take flight and they need to make a charisma saving throw. At disadvantage, because I'm going to use a luck point, because Fortuna's on my side. Or at least she tries to be. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's your spell, DC? 16. As you are grappled by this creature, you reach out towards who you assume to be of a higher command, and you cast Banishment. As the threads of space and time are pulling at him, you see this individual turn towards you, 
as well as the orb of the Seeker themselves, their eyes staring daggers into your soul, Kalei, as they both blink out of existence because the warlock is attuned to the orb. <laughs> oh, you, you all hear Kalei, you all hear Kalei like struggling in the grasp of these go, ah, didn't expect that to work out, but uh, I can't keep them banished for very long. You are all no longer blessed, but Kalei is now concentrating on keeping this individual banished. And well, it would have been their turn, <laughs> but they're preoccupied at the moment. So Snowy, you are grappled. Going to actually try and cast Dissonant Whispers on the one holding me. Okay, that's a wisdom saving throw. It does save, unfortunately, uh, but it still does have damage. The aberration shakes its head and screams in pain as the whispers begin to creep in. And generally, Snowy, when you cast a spell, you don't hear the whispers. But this time you can, and they're incoherent. You can't really get a sense of it, but you do hear it. Hmm, interesting. Well, I'm going to bonus healing potion while I'm tangled in these tendrils. It's Zarin's turn, and I think, Finch, you can kind of see that he's looking all around him, and he doesn't know what the best course of action is, and he goes, Shit, fuck, sh fuck, what the hell, what the hell, fuck! And he's just going to run up to the one grappling you, Snowy, and take two swings at it. Well, the first swing was not good. <laughs> the second is good, and is going to hit. And, ooh, max damage, baby! Zarin cuts and slices off one of his tentacles and goes, Ugh, let's get you out of here. Oh, my hero! Sylvanas, it is your turn. And you are grappled by the aberration in front of you, and you can feel that there's one right behind you. But hey, that warlock is gone, and you can see Kalei in front of you also grappled by the same aberration, hand outstretched, muscles tense in concentration. Fuck it, I'm gonna try to Eldritch Blast the ones in front of me. Okay, roll a disadvantage. Got a 10 on the first one, so I doubt that hits. Um, but a dirty 20 for the second one, though. Uh, it's going to be 14 damage. A 14. Sylvanas, you just hold up your hand uh, for the first burst of an Eldritch Bass fireworks, and a tentacle grabs it and your shot goes wide. But then you take your other hand and push it up to the front of the aberration's head, and you just blast a hole straight through his head. You feel the tentacles around you go limp. Oh, thank the gods. Okay, okay, great. Uh, and then I'm gonna do a bonus action, drink a potion, because I'm hurt so bad. And that's a cool six hit points back. Is Kalei free from this tentacle monster as well? Yes, the aberration that was holding both of you just got absolutely obliterated by Sylvanas. Sylvanas uh, looks over at you, shaking, but gives you a thumbs up. He goes, uh, ah, uh, good, good teamwork. How, how are you? Uh, what's the situation with- Yep, 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 it's great, great, thank you, you're doing, you're doing great. Uh, Kalei is, is feeling how strong their hold on the fabric of reality itself is, but they- they also know that it's temporary, and that if they stop concentrating, it could lead to uh, immediate disaster. So they're trying their best to stay focused. Uh, I'm not going to move anywhere, because I know that the other apparition behind me will get an attack of opportunity on me if I do. So, uh, yeah, I'll stay put. Alrighty, Finch, it's your turn. 
Sylvanas has managed to free himself, and Kalei... Kalei just fucking popped the warlock out of existence. Good job, Kalei. Inch is just going to stride out in the middle of the commotion, look around at the aberrations, and say to themselves, Oh, looks like you're all in a very unfortunate position, because he's got a sneak attack on literally anyone she shoots right now. Inch smirks, cocky expression as she cocks her gun, standing in the middle of the chaos and looking around like this is his playground. And she's gonna shoot the aberration nearest to Podloach first. 24 to hit. That absolutely hits. Roll damage and roll sneak attack with it. <laughs> 33 points of damage. 33! Hoo! Ha! Ouch! Okay. Uh, you hear it screech in pain while its tentacles coil and writhe. Inch just whistles. Over here, big guy. And that's it for now. Okay, it's Podloge's turn. And he is going to cast Blur on himself. And he's going to stay put for now. It's the Aberration's turn. This one behind you, Solanus, is going to make two claw attacks at you. The first one doesn't hit. But the second one is an 18. So that's going to be five points of slashing damage. And it's going to try to send out a tentacle to grapple you. And that is also an 18 to hit. So it definitely grapples you. I can't just do a flip. No, you cannot roll to flip. Six points of bludgeoning damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I rolled a 15. You are fine. It's still going to attempt to drag you away though. So, Finch, if you want to use your reaction to take an opportunity of attack, you can. Hmm. That's a 21. Finch has the most feral smile on their face as they shoot again. And I rolled for 29 points of damage. You definitely blew a hole in it, um, but it's not dead yet. So it's still dragging Sylvanas away. I gotta say, Sylvanas looked really horrified the first time this tentacle dragging thing happened but now he just looks a little irritated like guys really this again clay you're in tentacle range one of the apparition's tentacles is going to lash out and try to grapple you oh yeah it rolls really fucking poorly so uh, yeah it just it slaps not. my ass okay um but <laughs> <laughs> it will make an attack on Zayren. It misses. Wow. It's rolling. It's just rolling like shit. <laughs> okay. It'll make another attack. I'm sorry. I just imagined it like slapping Zayren's ass too. Like. <laughs> just. <laughs> going down the line. <laughs> going down the line. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so that one does hit. So Zayren will take. It's fucking shit damage. Hot garbage damage. Ass damage. So he does get and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> does get slapped in the ass. Um, and uh, just gonna try to drag Snowy away now. This same aberration is going to try and drag Snowy away now. Zayron's going to get an attack of opportunity and unfortunately miss. The aberration is going to drag you 30 feet away, Snowy, right behind these crumbling ruins. Kalei, you are concentrating on keeping this guy out of the fight for as long as you can. But 
Sylvanas has gotten abducted again. Yeah, so Kalei is, is frustrated and he goes, Ugh, no, you fucking don't. And holds up their other hand and throws a level two guiding bolts at the aberration. That's a 21 to hit. That absolutely hits. Roll damage. That's 14 points of radiant damage. Sylvanas, you see this searing light come up from behind you and pierce through this thing. And the aberration just flops to the ground. Ugh, thank you, Clay. This is getting really tiring. You're preaching to the choir, Sylvanas. And Clay just keeps concentrating on the banishment. Uh, did Clay see what happened to Snowy at all? The aberration that held Snowy was behind you, and it pulled Snowy behind another wall, so you don't see them, and you don't know where she is. You also don't know where Podloch is, but you did see Finch shoot in the direction around the corner. Okay, so Clay is going to back up so that they can follow Finch's line of vision, but I can't do anything else here, so that's my turn. Snowy, you are grappled and being dragged away by this slimy gross thing. <laughs> oh no, I think as Snowy is being dragged away, she is screaming and cursing. So hopefully you hear where she's going. Um, they're going to try and get out of this tangle of tentacles. I rolled a 26 on acrobatics. You are free from the grapple. Snowy is going to move as far away as she can from this thing. All the way over there next to Kalei. It does get an attack of opportunity on you, though. And it rolled in that one. So, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you make it to Kalei. Fuck yeah! She goes, hi Kalei! Well, as a bonus action, she's going to put Hunter's Mark on that aberration. And that'll be my turn. It's Zarin's turn. And now he's going to look at you, Snowy, and say, Oh, you're back. Okay. <clears throat> okay. And he's going to turn in the direction of the apparition near Podloach and say, I mean, I, I guess we've got to get rid of all, the, all of them. All of the, uh, is that what we're doing? Is, is, is that it? Okay. Okay. Uh, and he just runs up and starts slashing at them. Both attacks succeed. Zaren stabs it through the chest and out the shoulder and stabs it once more through the head, and the aberration is down. Sylvanas, it's your turn. Uh, okay, well, now I'm gonna cast Comedy Tragedy on Clay. Um, I'll choose Tragedy for the spell. Uh, if Clay hits zero hit points, he will heal for 48. Fun facts for all the listeners at home. Comedy Tragedy is a homebrew spell that I made. Uh, Sylvanas is gonna run back over here next to Finch. And then, bonus action, drink another potion, because I'm nearly dead again. <laughs> um, I heal for six points. Finch, it's your turn. Zarin finished off this one, Kalei finished off the other one, Snowy is back. What do you do? She whips her head around to Kalei and says, Are they coming back, or are they gone? I put them away in another plane of existence, but it'll only be for a minute. They'll be back. He's gonna nod and then use half of their movement to walk around the corner in the direction that Snowy came from and look around to see if she can find this last aberration. You can make a perception check, but that is going to be your action. Gotcha. Well, 17. From this angle, you cannot see the aberration, but you definitely hear it. Well, once I hear it, I'm going to walk a few more feet, point it out and say, oh, 
Over there? Podlosh is going to walk over here next to Zayron. He doesn't know what's going on, so that's all he's gonna do. <laughs> it's the Aberration's turn. So it's going to go over and make a tentacle attack. The thing is, is that the tentacle has a 15-foot reach, and Sylvanas is within that reach. <laughs> oh. They hate me! Fuck! I just, this is my oh, fault. It's, it's almost like they had directions. Yeah. Damn. Damn, Seeker. You're so obsessed with me, fucking. Why that's, don't you kill me or something? That's a 17 on the die. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you will take <laughs> uh, five points of bludgeoning damage, and oh. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, this is a bad day for Sylvanas. <laughs> you know what? Hey, um, I'm really regretting not uh, giving myself more uh, constitution right now. But that's fine, <laughs> because I got a 19, so fuck you and your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are... yeah, you're fine. Uh, though it is going to use its... <laughs> its movement to pull you towards it. Uh. And then the little remainder of its movement is going to use to... Drag me away? Drag you away! Come on, are you, are you going to perhaps drag me away? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> it will also make two claw attacks at you, Sylvanas. Okay, well, piss in my mouth, I guess. Fucking... What do you want? <laughs> wow, maybe you shouldn't have said that, because I did crit. No! <laughs> and the next one does also hit. Goodbye! Goodbye, guys! Bye! The first claw attack is going to be 11 points of slashing damage, and the next one is 7 points of slashing damage. Savannah, you are unconscious. Clay, it's your turn. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Kalei would definitely have seen that tentacle come out and drag Sylvanas behind that wall. <laughs> Uh, so he's going to let out an exasperated cry, ah! and then runs over, um, and then he's going to hurl another second level guiding bolt. That's going to be a 22 to hit, with 23 radiant damage total. Yeah, you destroyed this thing in a radiant fire, Kalei. And while there's no more aberrations in sight, you are all still on a timer, so we're still in initiative. Alright, so, um, I think Kalei's gonna, like, yell out to everybody, uh, you all have just a little bit of time to prepare for them to return. Yes, so, on that note, you all technically have about six turns. Just say what you want to do, and I'll let you do what you can within time constraints. I must say, um, during this whole exchange, looking up at the sky and saying, Wow, I've been hunter-marking everyone, and I haven't been doing shit. And they're gonna sigh and heal themselves with two health potions in preparation. Okay, um, I'm going to gather Sylvanas and Podloach together and channel divinity. Um, and they press one hand onto your chest, Sylvanas, and as you're, like, pulled back into consciousness, you, you see a warm light emitting from Kalei's hands, giving you 30 points of healing. And Kalei's hand is also on Podloach's head, and he heals him for 10 points. Um, and once Kalei is done with that, he's going to run over in front of the group and sort of put their hands together in a manner of, uh, prayer, and their unicorn horn glows brightly as, uh, they summon their guardian of faith. 
uh, sort of positioning them in front of where they think the warlock's going to appear again after the banishment is over. Okay. What does it look like? Yeah. Uh, the celestial creature that has been summoned, it, it steps out of this bright white light and looks like a fusion of all the divine siblings of Corinthia. It's it's large, shimmering, and, and a humanoid chimera. They're, they're a centaur with a lion's body and a humanoid torso and face, and they have a lion's mane and a unicorn horn and a pair of ram horns and scales and wings just sprouting from their torso. Um, with this long dragon-like tail curling behind them. It, it's just a fusion of all of Kalei's siblings. Um, and as it steps forward, it pulls out its sword and shield and, and holds steady in preparation for the warlock's return. Yeah. You all just see Kalei summon this large shimmering chimera out of nowhere and it is standing completely still with its weapon and shield at the ready. Inch is like going to slowly go around this thing a little terrified. Like, what the fuck is that? What is going on? And then they're going to hide behind this wall over to the left of this chimera and hold his action to shoot at the orb when it returns. Uh, I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis at the fourth level to protect myself. Because uh, I think I'm going to need those 20 temporary hit points. Sylvanas is also going to hide back here behind Kalei, Zayrin, and Snowy. Snowy is going to switch to using her bow and arrows, and will hold an action to cast Hunter's Mark on the Seeker Orb. Podloach sees you all getting into position, still blurred, and nods at you, Snowy, as he takes out his own bow and arrow. You all also see Zayrin positioned against a ruined wall with his short sword, exasperated, going, So it's, it's coming back, and we're just going to hit hit him i cast message to zarin <laughs> so that i cannot be seen from my hiding spot and say yes that's the point whatever makes you comfortable but i think we're all going to beat the shit out of them immediately nothing about this is comfortable uh then i don't know go hide somewhere and we'll get you when we're done let's uh, Let's just get this thing over with. And Zarin just has his sword ready and is looking around the corner uh, of this pile of ruins that he's hiding behind. Kalei is going to be out in the open here, positioned behind the Guardian of Faith they just summoned. But as a sort of final preparation, they are also going to open their palm and summon their spiritual weapon and have it at the ready. Uh, I'm going to hold my action to hold an Eldritch Blast for when the Warlock of the Seeker reappears. Alright, so, you all prepare yourselves in a matter of 30 seconds, and you wait. Until Clay, you could feel the energy of that spell returning to you as the Warlock of the Seeker reappears, the orbs swiveling around the dwarf's head, and you just hear... Hmm... New tricks. Then the orb shuts up because I shoot it. <laughs> and that's a 26 to hit. That definitely hits. So go ahead and roll damage. That's 32 points of damage as Finch goes, Oh, shut up! And shoots this thing. You fire your gun. 
and you see the orb crack. And you see the bullet lodge in there and crack spiderweb over the face of it. The eye swivels around to look at you, Finch. I am going to use goading attack also. So that's five extra points of damage. The orb also has to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to try to get it to attack me and not anyone else. That was a lot of fucking damage. But unfortunately, the orb makes a 20 on the wisdom save. And the thing about that, though, is since it has its reaction, you have to make wisdom saving throw. Hey, one for one. How does 17 fare? Gonna be honest, didn't expect you to directly attack the orb, but that does not save Finch. So the sensation that washes over you is one that makes you feel like you're almost having something similar to a hot flash. And underneath your skin, it feels like your blood is getting hotter and hotter. And it feels feverish, and you're just severely uncomfortable right now. Nothing else has happened yet, but that uncomfortable feeling persists. Sylvanas, he's in your line of sight, so you can roll your Elder's Blast. Uh, 22 for the first one, and 23 for the second! Uh, it's gonna be uh, 20 points of damage. Your Elder's Blast go off and just slam into this kindness armor, knocking them sort of off balance. Snowy, your Hunter's Mark makes it onto the Orb of the Seeker. Yeah, I'm pondering this orb right now. Alright, so, the Warlock of the Seeker is just going to fly upwards, and is going to take the orb in his hand and sort of tuck it under his arm, and fly over in an arc around your Guardian of Faith Clay, completely avoiding it. You see that living, writhing, tentacle-like whip in his hand, and it lashes out at you, Sylvanas. Not every fight is a targeted fight, but this one certainly is. And that is going to be a 22 to hit, which, from experience, I already know that, that succeeds. This whip is going to give you 9 points of slashing damage and 4 points of psychic damage, and as the whip cracks into you. Sylvanas, it hurts, but you also feel a spike in your mind. And you hear, You don't even know what you've lost. I can give you what you don't even remember. And in that split moment, you have a vision. From your point of view, a POV camera shot. You're much, much younger. Super young and you have your hand above you because you're holding someone's hand and you look up this deep maroon colored clawed hand and as you gaze upwards you see their face and you recognize that face but by the time you're brought back you don't remember anything about their features i think that as soon as sylvanas is brought back uh their armor of agathis reacts to the whip uh, i imagine the ice kind of like explodes up through the whip and it hits the warlock for 20 points of cold damage that's a lot of damage but the warlock is going to make another attack and that is unfortunate because it is a crit it's going to be 13 points of slashing damage and eight points of psychic damage and you feel that spike of pain in your mind again and you hear you don't even remember you don't even know what you could become, what you're destined for. 
and you feel another flashback to where you're younger again. Maybe a bit older than when you were from the last flashback, and you see a very young version of Lilac. Green skin, white curly hair, a single purple flower tattoo curling up her neck. And she says, Well, one day I'm going to be a guardian of all the Eldian reaches. What are you going to do? And before the vision can continue, you are back. And because it was a crit, you are now stunned. Ah, I can't even do a one-liner! <laughs> I can't do any more actions in this turn, so that's all I got. Snowy, it's your turn. Okay. Well, the warlock tried to hide the orb away, but I think I'm going to still try and hit the seeker. The AC is going to be much higher, but you can still attempt to hit it. <laughs> um, 19. Uh, 19 just misses. Fuck! <laughs> um, I will be shooting again for my next attack. And that would be a dirty 20. 7 piercing damage. Yeah, you manage to get it, and the arrow just kind of lodges into this orb, and you see it splinter again. And you see the eye swing in your direction and intensify. But they've already used a reaction, so it's just an intense gaze. Oof, okay, well, that's the end of my turn. It's Zarin's turn. And Zarin, who was going to run up and attack the dwarf, sees him fly up, and he goes, Ugh, I did not sign up for this. And he is going to reach out his arm, his tattoos lighting up as a gale of wind extends out from his hand towards the warlock of the secret that's flying above him. And nothing happens right now, but we'll see on the warlock's turn. Sylvanas, you're stunned. Yeah, yeah, welcome to Sylvanas Gets His Ass Beat the Musical. Finch, you got that orb really good, but they've sort of gotten away from you, and you still have that burning underneath your skin. But you see that the warlock is flying just above this wall here ahead of you. <laughs> um, I'm going to go over and try to climb this wall. Mm, that's going to be an athletics check. And they scale it with a 16. Yeah, that's good enough uh, for you to get up there uh, with some of your movements. You wouldn't be able to move up super close, but you're level with the warlock. Okay, sure. So he's going to try and shoot the orb. A 23 to hit. That, that hits. Uh, you don't even have to roll damage. After you and Snowy get up to this dude's level, who is completely focused on Sylvanas. You take aim and you fire at the bit of the orb under his arm, and you hear that thing shatter. The projection of the eye flickers and then fades as it bursts into these non-magical crystal shards. And the moment you do, you feel like there's fire erupting under your skin, and you're going to take 27 points of psychic damage as you feel like you're cooking from the inside out. You are overwhelmed and you are racked with pain. Finch just jolts and spits out some blood. Pathos' turn. He's going to fire his little bow. And it's, it's not going to hit. It's just going to ting off the warlock's armor. He tried. Kalei, it's your turn. This guy is clearly staying out of the way of your guardian. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, so I'm going to take my action to pick up Sylvanas. Oh? Yeah, Sylvanas is stunned, so Kalei's just going to scoop up Sylvanas, and he's going to run back over underneath the Guardian Faith, because they saw how the Warlock flew around their setup. 
Um, and they are also going to swipe their spiritual weapon at the warlock. Natural 20! Wahoo! Roll the weapon damage die, add max. Fuck yeah. Okay, um... That's going to be 23 points of crit damage total. You hear the chitin and the armor crack as you spear through his side. Doesn't love that. And it is his turn. The warlock just made the save against Saren's Gale of Wind. So it's not doing anything, unfortunately. The warlock is going to swoop down at you, Kalei. And how are you holding Sylvanas? So Kalei is carrying Sylvanas sort of in this like <laughs> protective, protective princess style. So if something were to attack Sylvanas, it would definitely hit Kalei first. Okay. So this warlock is going to swoop down and get in your face, uh, which means it has to make a dex save because of your guardian. And that is a success, so it'll take only 10 radiant damage as your guardian animates and swings their sword around and slashes through this individual. Uh, it's not insignificant, though. So, Kalei, because you have made this difficult by picking Sylvanas up, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Fuck. Uh, okay. I'm gonna do this with advantage, with a luck point. Fuck it. Uh, does does a 19 save? That just saves. And collect. you feel the same energy pulling at the fabric of time and space around you that you used against them earlier. And they try to take hold of you but it doesn't get a grip on you, and you just shake it off. Clay is definitely exhausted, but he just, he chuckles a bit in his face and goes, Uh-uh, can't use my own tricks against me now. I'm not going anywhere. Snowy, it's your turn. Uh, they're going to try and shoot their arrow at the warlock again. 27 and a 25 to hit for both attacks. 32 damage total. Yeah. Both arrows pierce into this guy's back, and he is not looking good. It's Zarin's turn. And he's going to move over closer to where the warlock is and just be like, Ah, shit, um... And he's going to try to take a swipe at the dwarf. First attack misses. Second attack does not. And he's able to get in between the chitin and make a slash. And he goes, I was... Kinda hoping that would kill you. <sighs> Sylvanas, you are no longer stunned. And you are being carried by Kalei at the moment. You are also at the foot of this massive shimmering chimera statue that's getting ready to strike down at this warlock. I think Sylvanas looks up at Kalei and the statue and he just looks like the most frightened, feral animal. Is this- can I see this guy? The guy who's right here, right next to you? Yes. Sure can see him. I hope he enjoys uh, death and dying. I am going to Eldritch Blast him. Okay, uh, they will be at disadvantage. Uh, that's gonna be 24 for the first Eldritch Blast and 17 for the last one. Okay. Only the first one hits. Damn! <laughs> Fuck, it's only 7 damage! That's all I can do! Okay, are you moving at all? I am- I'm in Kalei's arms. I am not leaving them unless Kalei puts me down. Finch, 
your blood has stopped boiling. Finch is going to wipe some of the blood that came out of their nose with the back of their hand and then rub it into a bullet. Put that bullet in the revolver and they're going to shoot. That's a 25 to hit. It's sneak attack. So that's going to be 33 points of damage. Big hits. Not enough to kill them, though. Well, it's all for my turn. All right. Pablo just turn. He's going to try to fire again. Nah. <laughs> He's just not hitting today. Better spells. Kalei, it's your turn. Well, uh, I'm going to throw a first level guiding bolt at this warlock. That is going to be at disadvantage because this guy is right up in your face. Uh, yep. I'm still going to do it. Oh, that's going to be a dirty 20. That is not going to hit. Damn it. Okay. Uh, so I guess the guiding bolt just goes wide because Clay is furious and just wants wants the warlock to go the fuck away. Uh, but uh, Clay is going to use his bonus action to swing their spiritual weapon at the dwarf. That's going to be a 23 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. It's going to be nine points of damage. Uh... And I don't think Kalei is going to run anywhere because I think they'd get an attack of opportunity. So, yeah. All right. So, it's the Warlock's turn. He's going to make a deck save because he's within range of the Guardian. And it fails. They're going to take the full 20 damage as it swings down and slashes through the Warlock. It goes through as if it's just made of light. And you can see the radiant energy explode along this individual's torso. And I mean, after all that, he sees that you have a grip on Sylvanas and is only so strong with one hand free to navigate these spells. So he's right up in your face, Clay, and he looks grotesque. You see where new muscle is merging into already formed muscle and you can see purple blood pouring from the wounds that you've been dealing and their face is pale and their hair is thick and wet with sweat and blood and he just takes the whip that is attached to his arm and with a life of its own the whip wraps around Sylvanas and his neck like a tentacle and after he does this he leans in real close holding eye contact with you Kalei and says I only need the one and you begin to lose your grip on Sylvanas as you see the two of them begin to shimmer and fade as they cast Dimension Door. Oh, Kalei, Kalei just frantically grasps at, 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 at the air as they disappear, just going, No, 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 Sylvanas, no! You cry out at nothing as you see them teleport to the archway on top of the stairs that you know lead downwards into the mountain. He's going to attempt to grapple you, Sylvanas. I need you to make a contested athletics check. Oh, yes. My best skill. Um, that's going to be a five for Sylvanas. It is not enough. As this whip continues to extend and coil around you. And Sylvanas, you feel the warlock dragging you down. And the light of day vanishes as you move further and further into the darkness of the cavern underneath this mountain. The rest of you can only watch, 
powerless to help out at all as the Warlock of the Seeker flies down these stairs and out of sight with Sylvanas in tow. What do you all do? Fuck, we have to go? Hold on, wait a minute, we, we need- uh, What do you mean, wait? Those things just came out of there, Finch, and we don't know what we're running into. Yes, I know that, and I don't think Sylvanas knows either, so- But Snowy did. You you, you saw a, a bunch of things earlier, didn't you, Snowy? Well, yes, I do know that there's a whole bunch of aberrations down there, and fuck, there were a lot of them. Hey, fair. Perhaps with your guidance, we can sort of navigate around them? Or to them? I, I don't know, but every second we stand here I is... want to go after Sylvanas too, but did you see how fast that bug dwarf was flying? I don't think there was any possible way for us to catch up, and it's not going to help Sylvanas out at all if we're dead before we can even reach him. No, no, I agree with well, you. Well, what are you suggesting we do instead, Kelly? I don't know, Finch. Maybe I'd feel better if I knew what we were getting into. Maybe Snowy can lead us. They they sense the aberrations. Uh, above table, how Finch and Kalei look right now. Are they, like, really badly beaten? Finch always looks badly beaten. Um, yeah, he's just bleeding and breathing heavily and pointing at the stairs frantically, ignoring their current condition because Sylvanas has been stolen. And how is Kalei doing? Clay has got a, a few bruises, but they're not badly hurt. Uh, but it does look like there is a lot of uh, panicked thinking going on in his mind. They're they're just they're frozen in place with their eyes like moving back and forth. Snowy is going to reach out and hold Clay's arm reassuringly. Take a few deep breaths, okay, Clay? I don't want to leave Sylvanas down there, but we can't think clearly if we're panicking. And Finch. Do you have any extra healing potions, or do you need one? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I, I have some. Chug it. You look like shit. It just nods and takes one. So, what I think from what we have seen so far, it doesn't seem that whoever took Sylvanas necessarily wants to hurt him. I think they just want to hold on to him for now. Of course, it's all just my speculation, but I don't think it's wise to go into a dire bear's den unprepared. Perhaps we should, um, gather ourselves for a moment? I understand what you're saying, Snowy, but I think that you two might need rest more than I do. You don't need to do whatever it is you do with spells. I am only granted a certain amount of divine energy from Corinthia in a day, and I just expended half of that in battle. Uh, I wish I didn't now, but I was desperate to save Sylvanas. Well, yes, me too. That's why I'm curious. How long will it take for you to get that back? Uh, approximately eight hours. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Gods. Okay, okay, well, hold on. Here's the thing. I can act as your support for the time being. You said you were worried about health, so if I just focus on healing everybody, I think we might be able to go after them now, but I can only do so much, so... So if it gets really tough in there, we might have to stop at some point so I can recover. And 
if you both needed to rest, you would both be opposed to me going ahead, I assume? Yes. yes. Uh, fine. You're not going anywhere without us. And I don't think it'd be a good idea to split up even more than we already have. But, Kalei, how confident... How confident do you feel? Would an hour of rest even help? Because if not, I think we all can go in this together. I don't think an hour of rest would help at all, really. And, Zayden, um, how are you doing? I'm... Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not trying to hold you up, and I know you're trying to make a quick decision, um, but somebody has to make sure Dask's job gets done. And if you guys go down there and don't come back, somebody has to make it to the Lazar. I've seen what you guys can do, and I have full confidence that you will come back, but if you don't, I'm going to go. I completely understand and respect your duty to the mission, Zayrin. Uh, you can stay next to my guardian here for safety. I will be here, uh, and if you can get the message to me if something happens with whatever you're up against, then do so. If not, I will be here until I think it's been too long. I want to suggest that you wait a day at least before leaving. But after that, do what you have to do. Uh, of course. Um, <clears throat> good luck in there. All right, everyone. Uh, take your potions and where's Podloch? Podloch has just walked up between all of you, looking up and looking around. Mm. Finch is going to point in the direction of the stairs towards where they think Sylvanas is and cast a message. They say, Coming. Coming after you. You do not hear a response, but you feel Podloach hop up onto your back. Okay. So, uh, we're going now. Finch is going to put their gun away and pull out their bow and arrow in case they shouldn't be making any noise and gesture towards Snowy. I know it was suggested you leave, but I want to be in front with you. I don't know how dark it is, but will you be able to see down there? It's not a problem. And I have this. And Finch will reveal their little ball of light. It's their mini sun sphere that has the light cantrip. Yeah, I think Snowy will nod at that and start walking to the stairs. Before I start walking, Finch will look behind towards Calais and say, Stay behind us so that can stay safe. Understood. Oh. And Kalei follows, follows close after Finch. As you're all starting off, you just hear Zarin say, I'd prefer if you make it back. Us we do too. too. We have to make it back. So you all are now descending the stairs that you saw your friend get dragged down just a minute ago. In the meantime, we're going to cut to Sylvanas. While everyone above was deliberating on how they could come save you, can I get a constitution saving throw to see how conscious you stay as the whip is choking you out of your breath? Wahoo! All right, with my zero constitution. It is not a negative, that's a 12. Sylvanas, you begin to feel your consciousness fade. You can feel yourself phasing in and out just 
barely. You can't see where you're going. You think you hear muffled sounds or voices, but you can't quite tell. But you do catch an unfamiliar voice as you feel yourself being moved. So this is him, and you're confident he can bypass the gate. Of course, of course. Alright, you know where to go. And you lose consciousness. Now, we're going to cut back to Finch, Padloch, Clay, and Snowy. As you're all descending down the spiral staircase. Immediately, as you go down into this cave, it gets dark. So for those of you without dark vision, you cannot see much of anything. But this spiral staircase just continues to go down, 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 down. Finch is probably going to look back at Calais and go, There's no ghosts, but there's that. Mm, yes, no ghost, but probably a much worse thing instead. So as you all continue to go down these stairs, eventually you can see somewhere what you assume to be the bottom. You can see an archway with some dim light glowing through it. I try to sneak over there. Make me a stealth check. 28. You look into this archway, stealthily, um, and you <laughs> yeah. see a, a room that, uh, at this point you can see, that is carved out of the mountain. Partially structured, partially just straight up carved out of the rock. But aside from that, you see in the middle of this room, there is a table and a little bar area with stools carved out. And honestly, it kind of looks like a lobby. And you can see that there are stairs leading off in different directions. And there are purple glowing crystals that give off these faint light so that you can see in here. But there doesn't appear to be anyone in here. Welcome to your first real dungeon! You see two pathways to the left and right of the bar. Both have stairs leading up them. Me and Padloch will go over to the one on the left. If you both want to go to the one on the right, I can message you what I find. Sure. Let's go, Kale. Snowy. <laughs> you will see more stairs. Ah, seems to be more stairs. More stairs? Kale nods and, and looks at them and just... Uh, oh, yep, there's certainly uh, more stairs. As you keep going up the stairs, you are going to see that the path up ahead has a sort of faint glow coming from around the corner. It seems to lead into a more open area, and there's a door. Finch, you find a door that leads to the left, and a door that leads to the right. Finch is going to walk further in the hallway and cast message to Kalei. There are two doors here. I can certainly check them out. We have one door. And uh, something that seems to lead to a room that looks well lit and a little bit bigger. Um, you can go on ahead, but uh, I guess proceed with caution. You too. Don't go too far without me. Um, then I, I'm gonna go to this door and... Oh, maybe. You know, you know I'm there. Um, no, I'm gonna stay a little bit away from the door and I'm gonna actually use my freaking mage hand for once in my life. Okay, uh, you're just, uh, just pushing it a little bit open and peeking inside? Yeah, make a perception check for me. That's a nat 20. Okay, oh, uh, also make me a stealth check. That is a 19. 
you use your mage hand and you push it open. And so, are you standing back from the door? Mm-hmm. And then I'll sneak up to it when nothing explodes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You're able to just slowly, like, just get it open, just like a little crack. You can immediately hear the sort of ragged breaths <laughs> and Uh-oh. heavy movements of what you can recognize as something that's probably very similar to the things that you were just fighting. I slowly... Um, milling about in there. I slowly close the door and lock <laughs> it again, quietly and slowly. I don't want to take up too much time, but I want to check what, what's behind <laughs> door number two when, when it's my turn to do that. Sure, yeah. Uh, Snowy and Clay, what are you guys up to? I think Snowy, since they're in front, I think they're actually going to go up to the door and listen in to see if they can tell if there's anything on the other side. Uh-huh. Uh, make a perception check. That'd be a turn! Uh, I mean, even your passive perception is higher than that. You don't hear anything from behind this door. Um, it has a similar locking mechanism where you could just slide it open and go inside, probably. I think Snowy is also going to attempt to quietly unlock the door and peek inside, since they didn't hear anything. Yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead and um, make a stealth check for me. That is 11! You peek inside, and it looks like there's some like storage barrels, and you can see that there's a couple of doors leading to some other rooms, um, but you don't see anyone or anything inside. Snowy does relay all this information to Kalei. There doesn't seem to be anyone inside of the room, so if it's okay with you, I might try going in a little deeper to see if there's anything in here. Do you want me behind you, or do you want me to see what else is down the hallway here? Please, Kalei. I always want you behind me. <laughs> uh, Kalei is like, laughs and then blinks a few times, and he goes, Um, sure. Sh- sure. I guess. Oh my goodness, I'm not serious! And she blushes really hard. Sorry, it was a joke. A badly planned joke. Don't worry about it. Uh, if you'd like to come with, I'd prefer if you stayed close. Uh, of course, Snowy. And yeah, Snowy walks into the room. Alright. When you're in here, you can see another table with some chairs around. It looks like a sort of shared living space, almost. Uh, there are three doors up ahead. Is there anything on the table that I can see? There's a couple of mugs on the table. Not much liquid in them. Snowy's going to dip the tip of her finger in one of them to see if it's hot or cold, just to see if anyone has been here recently. You quickly realize it is just room temperature ale. I didn't know it was that kind of mug. And now Snowy just has ale on her finger. (laughs) Yeah, Kalei looks at that and says, "Uh, Um... uh, (laughs) What were you trying to do there? Sorry, my head isn't on quite right in this very moment. For some reason, I was like, oh look, a mug. Surely they're drinking tea of some sort down here. And I'm, I'd be able to tell how long they've been gone by the heat of the drink, right? But <laughs> it's just ale. She looks really embarrassed right now. I'm just anxious because Sylvanas got kidnapped. Kalei pats her on the back a few times in reassurance and goes... It's okay, I, I understand. My emotions are also really heightened right now, but it doesn't seem like anyone's here on the bright side. Uh, do, do you think we should wait for Finch or keep going? Waiting for Finch is a good idea. 
There are a lot of doors. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I would prefer her door expertise. Speaking of doors, let's pan back over to Finch, checking out the other door they encountered. This door doesn't have a lock, it's a swing door. Using the same rolls you had before, you can peek through, and what you see is a massive cavern that leads down, 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 deeper into the mountains, into this sort of ravine or deep trench. And you see these bridges that are going across this deep cavern that lead into a very uncertain darkness. And you see the walls of the mountain are covered in sheets of crystal and rock that are glowing purple and blue. And inside this environment, you can see that these tiny aberrations with multiple eye stalks that are shifting around, watching, looking, paranoid, as they float along these waypoints in the middle of the caverns here. <laughs> uh Bitch is going to slowly and quietly close the door. And they're going to sneak away a bit, look at Podloach, and go, The fuck were those things? Did you see that? Fucking nuts! Mm, mm. Nuts. I point and cast message to Snowy and say, Well, um, I found something. Something good. There seems to be some sort of things with many eyes in a large room we might have to travel through. Well, we found some sort of communal area with a lot of doors, so we decided to wait for you. It's only four of us in a very big room, so come on over. Ah, you need my door expertise. I'm on my way. And she heads over with Podloach. I assume they, are, they just left the door open, so he walks on in once... They get there. Who said there were doors you wanted me to look at? He says while approaching the doors. <laughs> um. You see through the first door, and there's a pathway. And through this other door, you can tell that there's very obviously a bedroom with a desk and a, and a bed. You can also see that there's another door on the northern part of this room. Well, I'm sort of interested in this one. And he'll walk into the bedroom. Can I search the desk for, like, I don't know, papers or, like, whatever I see on it? Yeah. Um, you don't have to do much searching. There is, like, a little journal sitting on top of it. Cool. I I would like to grab the journal. What does it say? What, what can I know about this journal? Uh, you flip through it. You cannot read the language. Okay, well, I'm going to try and open this other door. Uh, you go over here, and it is another bedroom, but there is another door. So, if you look into this corridor, you'll realize that this is just a balcony that leads to the same cavernous area you saw earlier. I peek through it, and I close it slowly, and then I look back to Snowy and go, There's some things with a lot of eyeballs out there. We're not going to deal with that right now. Maybe we should check out that passageway? Ooh, okay. Did you find anything else in this room? Oh, uh, yes. I stole a journal, but I can't read it. So Finch will take it out and show it to her. You read it? Can I? Snowy, you do understand this because of your earworm. It's deep speech. The thing about deep speech is that it is not the greatest written language 
but it seems they are like personal thoughts. It seems like whoever this belongs to is like basically complaining about somebody or a boss or just somebody that they know. The names don't translate super well into written form, but this, this seems to be just like a personal journal, like keeping logs of like what they were doing and like talking about uh, mining operation and just a lot of complaining. <laughs> so it seems to be a journal belonging to someone who is very upset about everything. Is there anything that popped out at you? I was trying to find something I could recognize, but I really can't tell. It doesn't translate well. Hmm. How do you know how to read this? <laughs> Headworms? Uh, I'm sorry? Wait, that was just Nico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry? Which's eye widens as she looks at your head. Uh. Um... Remember that merchant and crescent and the demon wastes? When we went shopping in Las Vegas? Yeah, I don't remember what you got, but I got this worm in a jar? Um, yeah, it was very unassuming, so I kind of just picked it up. Anyway, it's called an earworm. It basically grants me some pretty cool things. One of those things is to understand and speak deep speech, among other things. A few spells, but it's not pleasant. You gotta get the... The whole worm in your ear, and it uh, digs in there, like, um, yeah. Ah, mmm. Mm-hmm. She looks really concerned. <laughs> uh, don't, don't think too hard about it. I try not to. Just be careful, you know, if we've learned anything, it's be aware of the things inside of your head. Yeah, you're right. Well, nothing can be done about the worm in my head anymore, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, you see Fitch take out, unravel some layers, take out a notebook and write something down really quick and then put it back and just nod. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. Is that a to-do list? It is now! Oh, <laughs> how long is it? What number am I? One. Well, I'm glad to be number one on someone's list. Uh, oh, Snowy, I'm sure you know what I mean. Kalei, are you here? <laughs> Where are you? Uh, yeah, Kalei <laughs> hears that and, and calls out from the other room and goes, uh, I've been waiting out here this whole time, actually. And then Kalei looks down at Podloach and then whispers, They've been in there for quite a while, Podloach. I hope they found something. Yeah, uh, Podloach starts wandering over to this door. Uh, oh, we're going over here? Mm-hmm. Um... Sure. Podloach well, is gonna open the door and start walking down. Well, you have to be you have to be sneaky about it, Podloach, Podloach. Podloach, <laughs> my dear. Um mm. Meanwhile we walk out. <laughs> yeah, you just see the door like swinging. Oh shit. Okay, well, let's go follow them, I guess. Right, let's hurry the fuck up. So this pathway that you're all on is really narrow, and you can only go one at a time moving forward. I guess once we catch up to Kalei and Podloach, Finch goes, Do you see up there? Mmm. Door. Wait, Podloach, before, before we go in there, maybe we should have somebody else look at this door? Somebody else with a cowboy hat? Want... Want to squeeze past me, perhaps? Oh, want me to squeeze past you, Kalei? 
and Finch scoots past Snowy and tips her hat playfully. When they brush past Calais, they give them a wink. Mm, yes, hello, good to see you. And then when they come up next to Podloach, they go, Hi buddy, I think I'm the door expert. Uh, you look in and you see that there is a, a desk sort of lined on the wall here and uh, a door at the other end. Yeah, um, you do see uh, there is like a shelf here that has some various like rocks and crystals on it. It looks like a geologist's lab full of crystals. Do any of these crystals or gems look like they are worth anything? It's, uh, you guys pretty quickly realize what these are. These are, um, these are dragon shards. Oh. They do not look particularly rare. They look like pretty standard dragon shards. Um, stuff that is usually substituted for spell components and things like that. It, it looks like the shelf is pretty full, but it looks like there's some places where there is deliberately spaces missing. But all that's there right now is some very uh, standard Eberron dragon shards that you would mine out of the ground. You you think we should take these? Mm, sure. I just think it's interesting that the last time we encountered dragon shards, they were in the demon waste around the mines. Is Finn just saying this? Snowy literally sweeps out an arm and pushes the whole shelf full into a bag of holding. Okay, I, I'd say uh, if you're taking all of this, you find 20 gold pieces worth of shards. And what about this door over here? Any wickedly handsome rogues want to look at it? Ah, well, Kalei, that's all you have to say. And I'll check out this door over here. So, when you open this door, it is yet another balcony into the crystal cavernous area, except for it has a bridge attached to it, leading to what appears to be more bridges and pathways and doors. You also know that those aberrations with the shifting eyes you saw earlier are out there on the watch. Right. Inch will turn back and lean against the frame casually. Well, there's good news and bad news. Good news? The bad news is there's really no way we can avoid whatever those things are out there. There are things with eyes looking around out there, and we have to be careful when crossing the bridge. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, wait. <laughs> what do you mean? Things with eyes? Uh, Kalei doesn't have any idea what you're talking about. Finch will nod and slowly open the door again, and then motion for you to come over quietly. And take a look. Kalei will look out, perceive this creature, nod once, and turn back to Finch and Snowy and say, Ah, lovely. Any chance you think we can sneak past it at all? <laughs> uh, we can try. Maybe you three should go first, and I can go last to cover you all, just in case. But this might not work because those aberrations have a lot of ice. I can try and sneak across first? We can try and aim for the door we saw across the bridge. And Snowy sort of readies herself to open the door and sneak out. So it'll be me first, then Calais, then Finch and Podloach? Sounds like a plan to me. I'll be right behind you all. Okay, so Snowy is going to quietly move from the balcony and step onto the bridge. So, Snowy, you take a step forward onto this wooden bridge, and you look over to your left. It takes you a minute for you to try and figure out what you're looking at, 
but you see across the way what Finch was talking about. A creature with one large eye and a mouth and four eye stalks looking around nervously. They're moving with a sort of frantic paranoia in each direction. And not soon after you notice it, Snowy, the spectator notices you. And I'm going to need you all to roll initiative. He's beholden me. Snowy's hair bristles and she laughs nervously as she turns around. <laughs> Fuck! You guys are going to have to either fight this thing or book it. At that point, I think we are going to pan back to Sylvanas. And Sylvanas, you are currently regaining consciousness. And as you do, you find yourself on a cold, damp stone floor. And when you open your eyes, you look around and you see there is this mixture of green and red crystal growing on the wall. It's giving off a faint glow. And there's a pool of water in front of you in the middle of a small raised rock formation. You can see there's a trickle of water coming from a crack in the ceiling above you. It's running down into it. You notice it's overflowing a little bit. So there's the stream of water going over the edge, and as you follow the stream, you find that it leads out between a set of metal bars. And that's when you realize you're in a prison cell. Great! Am I restrained at all? Your hands are restrained in front of you with pretty standard manacles. It's not debilitating, but you do know that these are on you to make spell casting really difficult for you. And as you sit up, the first thing you feel is a moment of motion sickness, similar to that of when you cast Misty Step. How is Sylvanas feeling right now? I think, I think he's incredibly terrified right now. He was scared before, you know, when he started to figure out that his former patron didn't have his best interests in mind. But now that he knows for sure, and he's alone without his friends, and stuck in a place where he can't escape, I think this is, like, the worst possible scenario for him. So, as you are settling into the horrifying feeling that you are alone and trapped, you feel the abrupt impact of your shoulder crash against one of the walls. There's no one here with you, but somehow you suddenly found yourself in another part of the cell. You're already scared and panicked and trying to figure out what happened. But before you can even react, without warning, you find yourself in another part of the cell and you're stumbling over and landing against the bars. And you realize every 30 seconds or so, you are just phasing and teleporting all around this cell. Is it uncontrollable? Like, can I not control the direction? It's jaunting and uncontrollable. You can try to control it if you want, but before you do that, you also notice someone is outside your cell and watching you. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I think that Sylvanas just stumbles backward and onto the floor. You see the individual step into the light towards your cell, and you see this tall, purple-skinned elven woman with bright, ice-blue eyes and long, loosely-coiled turquoise hair. 
She's wearing that familiar greenish living chitin armor with massive pauldrons that look like beehives. She has this aura of impatient authority about her that suggests that she was interrupted from something to come deal with you. But she's also somewhat amused by what she's found. And as she steps up to you, she says, You must be very confused right now, worm. You have to excuse our muscle. He's not one for conversation. And you will notice, Sylvanas, that she's not the only thing on the other side of these bars. You look past a bit behind her in this room and what appears to be empty cells. In the center of the room, there's this large floating creature that looks like a starfish if it ripped itself apart and it has eyes on every one of its ends. It's got tentacles and a large central eye. It has one of its smaller eyes trained on you and another eye trained elsewhere. And the rest are just looking all around the room. The woman smirks as she looks at you and she says, You can teleport around all you want, but I advise you stay behind those bars while I work on your uniform. I'm aware you're not quite as capable as the devil you spawned from yet. We're hoping that that wouldn't have to bring you here. Well, rewind. We were hoping that we wouldn't have to bring you here until you were a bit older. But you devil sure do like to make things difficult. I... I don't want to hear anything you have to say. I, I'm not... I'm not talking to you. And he tries, uh, straining against his manacles to clasp his hands over his ears. That's fine. You'll get to hear plenty from me later. But just in case you get any bright ideas, come here. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck! That's uh, an 11. You immediately feel yourself jolt up and you press your face in between two of the bars and she reaches out a hand to sort of grab your chin and she looks to one of her hive pauldrons and you hear this strange chittering sound coming out of her mouth as her teeth seem to vibrate and you see this larval like creature come out to one of the holes and it crawls down her arm into her hand and on to you and you feel it go into your ear just this extremely painful feeling as it burrows into your head and bonds to your skull and then nothing Sylvanas you can feel the charm break but you feel like suddenly something you had lost comes back to you you remember how deep speech works and you also feel as though you have an access to a level of magical energy, as you now know the spells Dissonant Whisper and Detect Thoughts. Sylvanas looks just completely horrified and terribly uncomfortable and tries to pull himself out of her grasp. She lets you fall back into the cell and she takes a few steps away. As she does, she turns in another direction where you can't see who she's referring to. Your compliance will have to wait, maggot. 
Your nuisance has been kicked down the priority list. I hope you've been enjoying your stay in that cell because it's been extended. And then you see her swiftly walk away. I do one cool full body shiver because now there's a bug in my head and that's fucking gross. Uh, but am I alone? Save for this starfish creature and the other person? Yeah. So you have that shiver and you're wondering if you are fully alone. And very quickly you hear, Wow. <laughs> she must like you. Uh, what was that about? Oh, and, uh, don't worry about Starboy over there. Uh, he doesn't know common. But, uh, <laughs> try not to think too hard about any plans that you're trying to hatch. He catches on pretty quickly. Uh, hello? Oh! <laughs> you probably can't see me. Uh, maybe if you, like, put your face up against the bar, you can see my arm or something. Uh, I'm on the same side as you, but, like, a little further down. Uh, I, I saw you get carried in earlier. Sylvanas kind of scoots up to the bars and tries to push his head against them, even though his antlers are getting in the way, uh, and he's trying to see who's talking to him. You just see an arm waving to you out of the other cell. They've got dark skin, and you feel like you caught a glimpse of a tattoo as they're waving at you. Um, what? What the fuck is going on here? What is- what is this? Who is that? Who are you? Why? Why is this? And he gestures at the eyeball thing. Why is this here? Oh, that, uh, that's security, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you really don't know what's going on? I mean, I figured only people who would know what's going on would even end up down here in the first place, but... Well, I, I have an idea of, of what's going on, but not a great one, clearly. Okay, okay, so, um, uh, that immediately tells me that you were not sent here to rescue me, but, well, if the sages are to be believed, we are in the upper levels of the citadel of Lidless Eyes, my friend. The, 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 the what? Thank you so much for listening. Capricious Provenance is edited by Amihan. You can find him at TheRoseCleric on Twitter.com. And you can follow Capricious Provenance on Twitter.com at CapriProv. That's C-A-P-R-I-P-R-O-V. To keep up to date with everything going on with our podcast. See you next time.